Thank you for joining me. Soul Awakening with Sandra is a sacred space and you are welcome to believe anything you want to believe because a thought, thought over and over and over again, becomes a belief, a belief with action behind it over and over and over again becomes your truth. And I'm not here to change your truth. I'm here to plant a seed. So sit back and let's chat a while. We're going to chat about awareness. Yes, and awareness can be awareness of your surroundings or um, a something somebody says that you don't necessarily agree with and you feel the need to have a conversation to prove either them wrong or you right. But this awareness is the fact that you are awareness. So I'm going to read to you from this book called Greatest Secrets by Rhonda Byrne. And I'm reading, I'm going to read uh, from, it's called, There is Only One, Our Name is I. Only awareness is aware. Human beings aren't aware. Dogs and cats aren't aware. Animals aren't aware. Only awareness is aware. There's only one awareness, just as there is only one space in the universe. That awareness is refracted in each of our minds. And as a result, each of our minds seems to have its own package of awareness. Just as every building seems to contain its own space, but the awareness with which each of our minds is aware, it is experienced in only the awareness that is, infinite awareness. Just as the space is in all buildings, all is the same space. So basically, that was written by Rupert Spira, from the, the talk, awareness is the only awareness entity in existence. So we are awareness. We are awareness having a human incarnation through everything that we sense, that we see, that we touch, that we smell, that we taste, that we hear. We are awareness. So, um... Let's see, uh, there was one more page that I wanted to say. Your mind appears only when you have a thought and it disappears after the thought is ended. But awareness never appears and disappears. Awareness is always present. Even when you sleep, it feels like awareness disappears when you go to sleep and appears again when you wake. And yet you know when you have been uh, had a great night's sleep, it's because something like I slept really well is awareness. I slept like a baby. How do you know you slept like a baby? You know it because awareness was aware while you were sleeping. Awareness was present the whole time you were sleeping. Now, in that, I added uh, a, a few extra things because sometimes my soul does that to me when it's teaching me. So here's what I wanted to read. When you ask yourself the question, am I aware? 
immediately awareness noticed. It didn't appear it was always present. You simply took your attention from thinking and put it on awareness. And so you became consciously aware. Everything other than awareness eventually ends or dies. Without exception, all material, earthly things come and go, appear and disappear. Every single thing on earth, bodies, cities, countries, oceans, appear and eventually disappear. So take a moment to think about it. You will see that nothing remains. It's all temporary. Even the planet Earth itself and the solar sun and the solar systems and even the universe. Nothing is ever, nothing is forever except one thing. Awareness. You, awareness, are here forever. Right? And now, it doesn't mean that the body is going to be here forever. But the sentient being that is awareness within us, we call it soul or we call it spirit or we call it inner guidance or we call it our, our inner guidance system or our, better yet, we call it our gut feeling. That's awareness. It has been here forever and it will be here forever. It just chose your beautiful body. It chose my beautiful body to have a human incarnation in, to see, feel, and be, and taste, and hear everything that awareness has already created. Awareness is seeking itself through us because it already knows vibration. It already knows the sensation of, of energy. It dispersed energy throughout the darkness and gave it all life. Every galaxy that the, the scientists are starting to see came through awareness. We just call it God, or we call it Buddha, or we call it Muhammad, or we call it Jesus consciousness, or Buddha consciousness, or, or we call it Yahweh, or um, any, any, by any other name. We're the only ones that choose to give it a name. It knows beyond a shadow of a doubt who and what it is. It's awareness. The consciousness of the universe is aware. We live on a aware planet, a living planet. Every time you shower, you shower under living water. Living water is touching your body. Water has memory. It recalls. Human beings remember. Consciousness recalls. Right? Okay, so <clears throat> now I want to read to you two things that I wrote. All right? And the reason why I want to read them is because when I started my spiritual journey from... Um, the knowledge of, of what I knew as a Christian, okay, as, um, you know, through my Baptist upbringing, through my born-again Christian upbringing, and, and all the way into um, 
my uh, moments of becoming aware <laughs> that I am awareness, right? That, that journey was um, not, at first, not knowing that I had old stories and old dogmas and um, old paradigms that were in my subconscious being utilized by my mind and, and my ego. And it kept me on a path. And every now and then I would go through something that would shake the foundation enough so it's a, a seed was planted by uh, my awareness. Yes, a seed planted by my awareness. And it could be, you call it consciousness of God or God consciousness or mother and father consciousness or source. It doesn't matter the title. The seed was planted. So um, this is the first thing that I wrote. I attune myself to the creative impulses that indwell in me and seek to express through me. And I, I stopped and I paused. That was one sentence. But, my, but since then, I noticed that it's two things that awareness is doing through in and as me. It's seeking to dwell in me and it's seeking to express through me. I live to express my essential creative creativeness by performing. I'm going to do that again. I live to express my essential creativeness by performing every act mindfully with the attentiveness of the artist that I am. I am aware that I am an artist. My life is my canvas and I intend to cover it in acts of beauty, kindness, generosity, and authentic self-expression. So in this one, my soul added that I am aware. I'm aware that I am what I wrote a year ago, but I am aware of it even more now. The next one I wrote, I am consciously and confidently entering into the sacred process of co-creation because I know that I know that that which expresses through and as me does not happen through and as anyone else in quite the same way. I am awareness. I am the master of my own divine radiant creative expression. I am awareness. I am awareness. You are awareness. When we think and we think linearly in a line, everything has to have a thought. Every have, everything has to have a compartmentalized thought. Everything has to be happened this way. Point one, point two, point three, point four. And we hear people say it. These are the five things that you need to do for this. And they list them. And, and you have to do them in that order because it worked for the other person, right? So awareness will say, what if you do them out of order? What if that works for you? Then it's no longer linear because you're aware. You're aware that you're having 
a human incarnation through all the choices that you're making. And you're aware that you have feelings and emotions about the choices that you're making. You're aware. You're aware that you have a brain. You're aware that your brain made an ego. Your awareness, you cannot be aware of it, right? But sometimes, and this is what many people tend to, we're always categorizing ourselves. So even in spirituality, people categorize themselves. I'm sorry, I have to move my hair. Um, and the categorized version of that is that we're awakened and everybody else is a, um, um, unconscious. Well, my soul worked through uh, my awareness to me that they're not con unconscious. They're just sleepwalking and they're sleepwalking in the tune of a, a story or a paradigm or a dogma that's um, in their subconscious that's playing on a loop. So they're just sleepwalking and, and, and living and creating life based on a loop. And that loop might not serve their greater good anymore. And I know that you've heard this a numerous times on many of, of, of my videos that I share, but like a broken record, yes, it's in you. So when somebody comes and says something to you, through awareness, through through being aware, but not being aware, um, acknowledging being aware, you um, you hear what your mind and your ego is telling you, and then you go do that. You know, your your ego is telling you, oh, we live paycheck to paycheck. So we only have enough money to pay the bills and get some food in here. And then we don't have money enough to do anything, anything else. And um, you're, uh, you're putting yourself aside so that you can feed your kids or, or make sure they have school clothes. And, and then you, you get by when you get by, right? That's the ego. and the mind making sense of the physicality of money as far as its reference to you. But awareness, the awareness within you will always kind of call out to you going, there's another way. We just can't hear it because we've got so many layered stories and dogmas that are being thrown at us and it's not being thrown at us by somebody else. It's thrown at being thrown at us or, 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 or overriding um, the voices that want to come through that give you an opportunity for a different choice. And your ego and your mind play that record, that scratch record, just a little bit louder. And if it's played enough, it just becomes distorted. So you've got a distorted view of what uh, 
being poor is, or a distorted view of what being unhappy is, or a distorted view of, of, of um, what a serving community is about, or a distorted view of, of how you don't love yourself, or how you have to love some, yourself the way somebody tells you that they love you, and then if there's uh, being mean or abusive to you, now you've got the distorted view of what love is for you. And it's done over and over again till it becomes your belief and your belief becomes da -da, your truth. And believe me or not, the awareness is still in you. You just haven't chose to feel it, see it, or allow it to to move through you. It's moving, it's part of you, but uh, for if you, the label I say, I don't know if people use this label, but your your awareness is, is a gentleman. It will always be kind and it will always be gentle and it will always ask, do you or don't you? Will you or won't you? And if you say no, the gentleman walks away or steps back. It doesn't leave you. Like maybe the physical gentleman might, but your awareness is always there. Because if you take away your body and your mind, right, what's left? It's the awareness. Right? So awareness is having a physical human relationship with you it wants to see and be and and activate everything that's within you so it gets the best experience of what it's like to be a human incarnate on this living aware planet that awareness created and some people think that awareness is sleeping and having a dream. But we're awareness. So we're the dreamer and the dream. Right? Magnificent. So I am going to uh, read from... Um, Hold on a second. Here, I found it. You are not your mind. You're, you have a mind, but you're not your mind, right? You are the only obstacle to your enlightenment. These are what I wrote um, when I was coming out of my meditation to do this, um, this podcast. And I had to write them down. And... When you come out of a meditation or out of a dream and you want to remember it, if you if you ask before going in, your soul guides, which are always there, there are many souls that have not, in, many souls that are awareness that have not incarnated into human human form, but they are there to help us through situations and circumstances. But they will not usurp our free will, so we must ask. Enlightenment is your natural state of being, oneness with being, oneness with being aware. 
The state of connectedness with something immeasurable, that's consciousness or awareness, and, and it can't be, it's indestructible. It can't, you can't destroy it. It's energy. It's awareness. Enlightenment is you, but is so much greater than you. It's your truest nature beyond your giving. It's trueness nature beyond your given body and mind. See, we as human beings, we are so impressed with ourselves. We're so impressed with our minds and we're so impressed with our bodies and our, our bodies. We have come so far. We've lost our tail and blah, blah, blah. And scientists say this and scientists say that. We are awareness. And we should be impressed with ourselves. But because we are awareness and awareness chose our body and our mind for an intimate relationship with being, with being. That was my soul. Thank you very much. Right? So, then, being B-E-I-N-G is external, no, it's in, it's not just external, it's internal, external, and it's forever present. It's a one life beyond a myriad of life form. Our, our, our ego likes form. It, it needs form. Any type of form, even the form that will won't won't last but a minute, right? It needs to attach itself to form, and then become addicted to form. That means anything, uh, situations or circumstances that make you feel anxious or sad or despondent. It doesn't care if that form makes you feel that way. It's addicted to form. So it's going to hang on to it for as long as it can. And if it can, it will make you think that that's who you are. But your awareness. Okay. So basically, the, the myriad of the form is what the mind and ego believe it to be is life or death. You're born and you die. And then whatever happens in the middle of that, oh, we'll take advantage of it. We'll find some way to attach to it. So being, B-E-I-N-G, put parentheses around it, means that it's accessible to our deepest self and our truest nature. And when I, you have to understand, when I come out of my meditation or off of a dream, there are maybe two or three words, and then soul, my soul, awareness, 
make helps me make sense sentences out of them. That's what I do. And I'm not ashamed to say that because why? I'm awareness. I'm aware that I am. Okay. So, um, being can only be felt when our mind is still, when we are in our now moment. Now moment, meaning fully present. Not thinking about the past, not thinking about the future. Fully present and awareness flows. So, to be aware of being, we must abide in the state of feeling, realizing, and enhancing body, mind, and soul to be in tune with who we really are. Awareness. Right? So, being, in quotations, or God, in quotations. The word God, I wrote down, the word God has become a closed concept. While the word God or, or being explains no thing, the word being has the advantage that it is open concept. It does not reduce the infinite to a finite entity. Basically, what we've done is up to now, we've created God in our image and gave him, him, and I say him, finite ability, fear, right? But being is, an, is open to awareness. It's undefinable. It wasn't born. It wasn't created. It can never die. It's awareness. So it's only a small step from the word being to the, to the experience of being. The experience of awareness. So I think... Oh, I wrote one more thing. Our mind wants to continuously identify everything that we experience in our reality, which can be an obstacle to us experiencing. Think of our minds as having continual background noise 24-7. This can pre prevent us from entering into a realm of stillness, right? As I, you know, I go through and... Source is teaching me, and it could be through books, it could be through videos, it could just be through just being still and allowing awareness to teach me. That if we get into that realm of meditational state, we can get in touch or become one, not get in touch with our awareness. That's what we are, really. And our awareness brings us closer to our authenticity that's not ego. So you get to, when you, you meditate, whatever way you meditate, there's so many different ways. You get to ask yourself a main question. You could say, what are my gifts? What are my attributes? 
and then be aware that the answer is already within you. It's just in the still moment. Why? Because you are awareness. So thank you for joining me. I'm glad that you uh, tuned in and tapped in and turned on as uh, Abraham Hicks would say. I, I, I giggle because my soul giggles. But my, my soul welcome, welcomed you in and it's going to say, have a blessed day. Enjoy. I hope that you've learned something. I hope that there was a seed that jumped out into the ground of your nurturing and that if I am not the one that's going to till the land and allow that seed to grow through uh, watering it and, 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 and giving it more, I ask that those who are going to till the land for you, bless you with multitudes of awareness so that when it comes to harvest, you'll know that you're fully, truly awareness. There's nothing else that you can't be but that. So have a blessed day. Thank you very much. I am on YouTube. I am on um, uh, iTunes. You can find me at Instagram and on Facebook. So I am everywhere that you might want to be when you need to hear something inspirational, something motivational, something educational, and when you want to be uplifted and help to edify yourself, your aware self. Be free. Be loving. Be kind. Be aware.